0: awake and I'm honored that you took the time to be here and look the votes you know goes without saying the votes are still being counted and clearly your voices are still being heard but a, a few minutes ago uh, I received a very generous call from John Cox we thank you. we congratulated each other on a, a hard-fought race and, and now I want to congratulate each and every one of you uh, Because you stood for courage, courage for a change. And now I can stand before you knowing I will have the incredible privilege of serving as your next governor. But this victory, this victory is really your victory. Because of you, the future belongs to California. You know, it's been a a tough two years, but tonight, America's biggest state, is making the biggest statement in America. We're saying unmistakably and in unison that it's time to roll the credits on the politics of chaos and the politics of cruelty. Now is time for going far and going together. Now is the time for decency, for facts, for trust, and now is the time for truth. Now is time for leaders to lead. And to those agents of anger determined to divide us instead of unite us, it's time to pack it up and for you to pack it in.
1: Midterm elections are over and the results are in. We're going to break it down and figure out what that means for the state of California. Midterm election coverage, that's what's coming up in this week's episode of California Streaming. You're listening to the California Streaming Podcast with Bobby, Jonathan, and Louie. We're just three conservative friends trying to provide some counterbalance in one of the most liberal states in the union. So let's hop on our magic choo-choo train to nowhere and talk some California politics. Bobby, it's uh, time to pack it up and pack it in. Oh,
2: uh, pack it. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, I feel like I've been packed. Oh. I excuse I really, me, I've been heaving over here in the corner listening to that intro. Oh I don't know where, where Gavin was going
1: with a lot of it. Um the politics of chaos and cruelty, facts, trust, and truth from the guy Facts, trust and truth. <laughs> didn't he the guy that uh had sex with his best friend's wife?
2: Hey, he's an opportunist, he's, and I like that. No. Uh,
1: this is the guy who's gonna bring us facts and
2: trust and truth. Okay. <laughs> the numbers, the numbers, the numbers, the numbers, because it was an overwhelming defeat.
1: Yeah. And you what know? sucks is they always get me with when you're refreshing the web all night Yeah, and it's got like 2%, 3% 10%. precincts mm-hmm. reporting. And you're like, Oh man, this it, candidate's got a shot. It and could then, do it. <laughs>
2: then all of a sudden just swings and it's gone. Runaway yeah. way train. So, um, Before I dive into the numbers part, just to let everybody know, our state allows people to mail in their ballots on election night, up till election night. So we still have time to receive quite a few mail-in ballots, you know, up until the weekend at least, maybe even further than that. But essentially, it's over. They pretty much have a good idea of what's going to happen. They've done outside polling and all that kind of good stuff. But from the numbers that I saw, sixty percent were Gavin Newsom, and that's scary. It's huge. huge. It's huge.
1: Just so people know, John is off tonight with some other stuff going on. We told him this was the biggest episode yet, but he uh, he, he couldn't face care. it.
2: It was just too terrible to see.
1: He was too sad. He yeah. didn't even want to get on the uh, the old podcast
2: punching his pillow and screaming at the sky. and
1: I told him it could be a form of therapy to just come up on the air here and speak his feelings, but a, he said it was too much. Got to rant. Got to rant just a little bit. Well, not only that, but there's just a number of propositions that just did not go the way I thought they were going to go. Wow. And I don't know. Some, I guess sometimes I apply a lot of common sense, and then I'm baffled when it goes the
2: other way. But, well... Okay, crazy. Well, back to the sixty percent mark, because if common sense ruled the day, Gavin Newsom wouldn't get a single vote. Okay, it's just that simple.
1: Well, all you have to do is look at San Francisco and get an idea of how the guy politics. Yeah, I mean, that... <laughs> San this... San Francisco has become this like cesspool of homeless and safe drug injection sites. I mean, there's 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 businesses leaving the city in droves. Yeah. To take their business to San Jose or other Bay Area,
2: it's scary to see how many people just fall in line. Right this this election was handed to Gavin Newsom. It was handed to him. They just said, "You're our guy," and I don't care who else is going to run. Doesn't matter. I don't think he even submitted anything to the ballot. He didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he didn't have to. He wasn't working as hard as he said he was working as hard as at sixty yeah. percent, really. He dialed this sucker in, and he did. He showed up to a couple of events here and there, raised some money. The real reason he would show up to an event was to lend support to a certain other candidate running for the state assembly. To boost the rest of the the ticket. Exactly. Uh, Or to to help with another proposition that was going on or whatever he could help lend his name to. He wasn't really working hard. John Cox was working hard. Yeah, a lot that of guy was money. going
1: all up and down the state trying to drum up some grassroots in California. He uh, he was interviewed last week on the Adam Carolla podcast, and it was a great I thought one. it was really great. Yeah, um, he sounded intelligent, sounded like somebody I wanted to vote for. Um, sounded like a normal guy, but Gavin, I think we've talked about this before. If you thought Jerry Brown was liberal, Jerry Brown did a lot to actually keep the far left at bay. You're yeah. going to see a whole different mentality out
2: of Gavin Newsom. Uncle Jerry, you know, he always took a look at the budget and he went, Are you crazy? We can't do that. Where, where, where's the money going to come out of? Thin air? We, we can't just print the money. We, we still don't have have that spent power. a crap ton of he money. He still spent it. He figured out ways and to. That, it. And that was <laughs> with trying to hold it back. Yeah, he was trying to hold it back. But he's got a political base that has just kind of gone off the rails. Literally. Right. With I the like rails. That. I like yes. that. I thought I was going for a ding there. <laughs> anyway. That was the first one I found on the list. Uh, some of the races that kind of cemented oh, my feelings about this election were, of course, Mike, Mark Moiser. Yeah. Uh, man with the best shirts in the business, if you've ever got to meet him. And talk about working hard. If you didn't get a chance to meet this man, he biked on his bicycle from one side of the state down to the other and back again, going to every single County in our state to talk to people about voter fraud and the elections and how important it is to have, you know, this is what we're talking about even in the, in the house of representatives. Right. And we'll get into that in a second, but We're talking about voter fraud and how important it is that our elections maintain the integrity that they deserve, and we're not getting that. Well, I think the
1: biggest sham is this continued push to make people believe that fraud doesn't exist, right? That's all we hear from Democrats is that it's an illusion, or if it does happen, it's in such an insignificant percentage that it doesn't even matter, what I end up saying is if you just look at the common sense of it all, there's fraudsters in literally every part of our life. Anything where there's some kind of competitive advantage to get ahead, there's some kind of fraud thrown in the system. Right. Right. You're telling me one of the biggest things in the country, elections of officials, there's no fraud or it happens in such a small amount that it's inconsequential. I just I don't I don't fathom that. We have so much fraud in little things, but one of the biggest things in the country we have to work for, there's no fraud. Like, that logically doesn't even make sense. I mean, but we want to say that bots from Russia scam the system. Of course. It's, but, it's but people who convenient. are homegrown don't want to scam the system. Like, yeah. in, in uh, you know, as we learned about a couple weeks ago, we'd gone to a whole kind of seminar on voter fraud. Yeah. And you realize in California how easy it is to really vote for somebody else.
2: I don't know if we should go into detail about how damn easy it is because people are listening and they could go like, oh, that sounds like a well, good idea. you don't idea.
1: need an ID. Yeah. I mean, I, you just take it at that okay value, you know, Anybody gonna, can go in with I'm going to jump right into
2: it. I'm, I'm going to explain why it's important. Okay, so when you go to the polls, outside of your polling place, there is a list of everybody who's in that precinct who's registered to vote. Right. Okay, so... The thing that I hear the most of poll workers is that people come, look at that list, and determine who has voted and who has not. And that list is updated hourly, let's say, right regularly. Whenever the
1: elderly poll worker gets out there and puts a line you know, through the whenever name.
2: Whenever they got a lull in the, uh, in the right. line. So what these fraudsters do is they come over, they look at it. They may even write it on their hand, the address. And all they have to do is walk up to uh, the pollster and say, Hi, I'm John Smith, 123 Main Street in Anytown, USA. And they can literally stare at their hands saying this. Right. And it's obvious they're not who they say they are. In some instances, I have even heard that people posed as pollsters' family members. And they went, you're obviously not that my uncle or something right, like right. <laughs> or my, or my father has been dead for years and they have no alternative, but to give that, that ballot over, they can put it in a, 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 a complaint that needs to be looked at. But essentially once that ballot is signed and check marked and put in the machine, they can't pull it out. They can't discern right? because yeah. they're all the same.
1: No. And, in in, in- if two people voted on the same name, and then it goes to the clerk's office or whatever, and they mm-hmm. got the provisional and the real one, they're going to side with the real one. There's no investigation that goes into exactly which was the real one.
2: They could care less after election day, and that's the problem. That this is Padilla. This is Padilla's problem uh, that he has to figure out. And this is a problem that gets uh, translated, goes to all different states and all all areas in the country. They have the same problem. Okay, right. They need voter IDs, except for of course the areas that are pushing for voter ID. And we're looking to see if we probably will get that in what, Texas? I well, think it was New Mexico.
1: There's a ton of research out there. And, um, when we finally have our website done, we can post all sorts of content to download and to read and follow. But there's been a ton of studies that have been done that says required an ID to vote doesn't discourage voting or make it more difficult to vote. and, and, I think it's this low, the soft bigotry of low expectations. It's, well, minorities can't get an ID, and now you're discouraging them from voting. But it is pretty damn easy to get an ID in
2: California. Yeah.
1: There's 170 some odd DMVs.
2: I don't know if it's that easy. Have you been in those
1: lines lately? But that's the price you pay. <laughs> like you you got to get an ID. Not only that, but you're you're just you're making it easy for people not to get an i d when you know to be productive in society you need an i d right you can't work for anybody legally I mean to fill out the i nine you got to come up with some identification and if you're not able to fill out an i nine with your employer, then you're probably working under the table so to just be productive in life, you need a driver's license or an ID. And if you can't pay the thirty bucks, you can do the financial hardship and get it for free. It's not like it's uh it's cost prohibitive. You know? And I I say this to people all the time. Okay, whatever side you're on about voter ID, how can you guarantee that somebody can't vote as me on election day? And you can't. You can't. There's no way to do it right now. Let me rail one more
2: item on Padilla this is a man who doesn't qualify for a security clearance from the federal government. So whenever the federal government wants to do uh, studies or they're doing investigation into fraud and voting, Padilla doesn't get any of that information. Why does he not qualify? Uh, That's classified, unfortunately, but he still doesn't have the clearance. Interesting. Maybe because he's not trustworthy enough. I don't know. It'd, It'd be, be some
1: something to find out.
2: Uh, unfortunately, uh, we won't ever know why he doesn't qualify, but he doesn't at this moment and he probably never will. But he's not exactly worried about not getting that information because he could care less.
1: There's a great YouTube video up, uh I think got released yesterday by Project Veritas. They've been putting out some awesome undercover investigative journalism stories and they went into a polling they went to a polling place in Texas And uh, with a hidden camera, basically, and the the person with the camera was went up to poll workers and was basically making a story that her boyfriend's in the car. He's a DACA recipient. Is he able to vote? He's registered to vote. Can he come in and vote without an ID? And all the all the poll workers basically said, yeah, yeah, no problem. We'll get him in here. And so you start thinking about how often does this go on? Like, th- this This is the kind of voter fraud we're talking about. Not somebody hacking a machine and placing a thousand, you know... The old tricks are the words. best tricks. You right, know? exactly. It's, just, it's using real ballots, but being filled out by the wrong person. Right. I, I think that's kind of the definition of voter fraud these days. Or the expectation.
2: I'm going to go down the list here. Um, next on the list is Attorney General. And, and for the most part, all these... Uh, Attorney generals, secretaries, treasurers, they all won about 60%. They they followed the the Democrat uh, mailer right. and said, whoever you want is cool with me. I have absolutely no idea who these people are or if they're right. trustworthy. <laughs> yes, master, whatever you right. want. Yes. Exactly. Um, Basera, I mean, he's being challenged for not even having a law license that's active anymore. <laughs> and he's our attorney general.
3: How does now, that he's just,
2: he's just filling the role. Okay, so he used to be a congressman, a okay. house of representatives. So he essentially retired from being a lawyer. So he let his law license expire. And then he was appointed to be attorney general when it became vacant. Right. So the challenge came out and said, dude, you're not a lawyer. It's a requirement to be attorney general. Well, you know, let's just overlook that little thing. That's crazy. So... That's our Attorney General for you. Uh, making things difficult for the Trumpster whenever he can. <laughs> right, That's his job now, and he does it very well. And may not even be licensed as an attorney right now. It's questionable. <laughs> very questionable. Not to say that he wasn't at its time, right, and right, that right. he was qualified, but now. But maybe not at the time of taking office. That's right. The only golden spot, golden spot was uh, Steve Poizner, Steve Poisner used to be that. our insurance commissioner. And when it comes to Obamacare, California coverage, he's the guy. He's the guy who makes things happen or that position. He's is Mr. Cover California. That's right. He is. And he ran as an independent and luckily he had a lot of uh, name recognition that people re-voted for him again. And it was rather close actually uh he won at 51% and we'll see right. when more ballots come out if that gets challenged but for the most part he'll probably be in there.
1: Yeah, I know said he ran as no party preference this time. That was smart on his part. Yeah.
2: That R is a scarlet letter. It you makes understand. you wonder
1: if more people just ran
2: no party preference. You know, seeing as we're running top 2. I wonder why not just eliminate the notification of party. On the ballot, just say right. Okay, I want you to do your research and figure out who you're going to vote for. Well, the biggest joke to me is always the judicial stuff.
1: I oh, I don't man. know who these judges are. I don't even vote on them because I I don't believe in voting on stuff. I have no clue what it is, yeah. and I'm not going to vote to affirm these these judges that I I have no clue who they are. I don't even know why they make that. I don't even know why they get on a ballot. Nobody knows who they are. No, and nobody's got the
2: time to look into every all 30 of these judges i I was looking down the list and they're all like 70 percent yes yes i i don't know sure because people would probably just take yes and write it down the ballot i was voting (laughs) no i was probably one of those people who's just (laughs) no no screw it no anarchy let's burn it all down damn it come on burnt down start over that's right uh where are we at the national level louie it's been an interesting day. Today's Wednesday, the oh, day after about, the election. What about senators? Oh, God. Okay.
1: I can't let you out of California yet. Uh, You we can't got, let me out of California? We got props. Oh, okay. We got
2: senators. All right. So, in case we forgot, Granny Feinstein was running against Alexander. Man.
1: That was uh, more lopsided than I thought it was going to be. Well, you know, it's very interesting because... Well, the, the party didn't endorse her. The party didn't endorse her, but, but she won the primary. Yeah, and then I thought maybe some of the Kavanaugh stuff would sink her, but I forget we're in California, so it probably actually bolstered her.
2: Yeah, you know, it kind of it kind of goes with um, Elizabeth Warren up there. You know, she won the her Indian. yeah she won her seat. She committed Democrat sin of the highest caliber, which was cultural appropriation, right? And they go, well, it's okay if you are our guy. And that's what it always is. If you're right. if you're on our team, you can do whatever you want. Right. Right. You can do whatever you want. You can pretend to be a lawyer. You can pretend to be an Indian.
1: You oh, you just, think about if a if a Republican started claiming Indian, you know, blood and collecting, you know, benefits or being hired as such,
2: the outcry that would be released. But not in this case. No, nope. it's totally okay. And damn you. For thinking
1: otherwise. We do have a clip from Kevin DeLeon, though. This is an oldie but a goodie. Oh, but it never gets this, old. This is, what, this is who could have been your senator.
0: This is a ghost gun. This right here has ability with a thirty caliber clip to disperse with 30 bullets within half a second. 30 magazine clip in half a second.
1: A 30 magazine clip that shoots in half a second
0: gonna
2: happen
1: that guy could have been your senator and he could have been <laughs> helping make gun laws in the state Bank. it doesn't even make sense it doesn't make sense whatsoever but people gobble it up oh yeah yeah that uh, gun get rid of scary. guns Man, guns are scary <laughs> get rid of guns and you're just like if you know anything none of that even made sense <laughs> it wasn't even the right like vernacular
2: Of, uh, it kind of goes to show and let's kind of go dive a little deeper into the numbers um Einstein's looking at about 54%, which is 6% different from the other races. Now, oh, don't go bad on me. When we tally up the votes, it looks like about 400,000 people didn't bother to vote for either one. Yeah, I was if I If I had, yeah, I didn't vote for either one. I couldn't justify voting right. for either one of them. I got to imagine... That's the only reason that it ended up around 54% for her, depending on where it officially lands after it's all done.
1: Well, in this state with the top two vote-getters making the ballot, if you are conservative, or I should say if you're just not liberal, yeah. you've got no one to vote for. You know, when you only have, you don't even have opposition, it's just two Democrats. I mean, to me, that's, it's so lopsided that why would you vote if you weren't a Democrat?
2: When it when it comes down to the actual voter registration, we're talking Democrats have forty four percent voter registration, right? Okay, declined estate state is so comes in second, and then Republicans come in third. So, in the reality of it, is those declined states are just Democrats who are sick and tired of being called Democrats. <laughs> right. They want something else, and that something else is probably full-fledged socialism right they're the democrat socialist bernie wing they might get it now they might we're we're (laughs) we're headed towards this bullet train of a state where we probably will enact health care for all if you will that could be coming soon oh no not soon I'm sorry. I got to change the narrative on that. It's a never ending project for our union heads. <laughs> that is true. Let's run
1: through the props real quick. Okay. And then we'll go national. Prop one. This got a yes, authorized bonds to fund specific house assistance programs. Aw. More money. More money. Money, money, money. Prop two passed or yes, authorizes bonds to fund existing housing programs for individuals with mental illness. Add that to the bond register. Uh, Let's see, Prop 3. Water. This was a no. Water. I was surprised about this one. Oh, man. I guess we can score. You know what? This one authorized bonds to fund projects for water supply and quality, watershed, fish, wildlife, water conveyance, and groundwater sustainability. Maybe
2: common sense did rule the day on this one because most people who were voting for this, they go, didn't we just pass a water bond not too long ago? I just don't buy it, though. Mm. I don't think people think
1: that hard. I mean, not looking at the other stuff that passed. It's like, yes, give money, give money, no
2: money, give money. You know, it's the titles. Right. They, they're they super huggy, you know, love fest. You got to have money for the homeless. Right. Come on. Right. Well, have a
1: heart. And then you look, Prop 4 gets a yes, that authorized bond funding, construction at hospitals, providing childcare. They'll be uh, back in four years for more money. Right. That yeah. one's fuzzy. Um Prop five was a no. Changed requirements for certain property owners to transfer their property tax base to replacement property. That's uh,
2: interesting that that failed. Yeah. I thought that would. Have. So we're we're headed. We're, let me dive into this one. Yeah, we're headed towards the inevitability of repealing Proposition Thirteen. You think so? I think so. This is kind of something right there, and with the whole sixty percent um, voter registration towards the Democrats. Yeah they're going to push right. for this they're gonna do it, well, and I think this you
1: know we talked about this on our on our election episode or our ballot episode. being able to take your property tax rate anywhere in the state to me seemed like a little much it did like, i did. I didn't like it and and I guess it depends where you're going from you know to, and you could be going from a county where property taxes through the roof to a county where it's the housing's cheaper. Mm-hmm and you would take on the new property tax base. I think the only people that lose out are the more affluent counties because people from cheap counties are going to take their base, Mm -hmm. and people from the the richer counties aren't taking their base with them to the poor counties. No. So it seemed to be a one-way street on that. Oh, well. Prop 6 was a no. Eliminated certain road repair and transportation
2: funding. I like how it's now called the gas tax repeal on my little sheet here. Right. Of course, that's not how it was listed originally. And right. they had to issue a statement saying, "Ooh, we're, we're being naughty and let's rename and this for you. Yeah, just a little bit.
1: This, this was probably the proposition that caught me the most off guard and kind of really pissed me off. I, I think for no other reason than... The legislature can increase the rate every year without going to
2: the voters. They feel like it. Yeah. I I, was having a good conversation. That
1: alone right there. Even if you're Mr. Greeny and you love going green and you think we need to pay more for the roads, that
2: part right there should have been enough to say nope. You would think. Well, I was having a conversation with one of my liberal friends about this one. And she was telling me, well, this, you know, increase in the tax will help push people into not driving or taking electric cars. And I go, you know what, does, does my place of work get closer because of this? Right. You know, no, I still have to drive my car, which is my investment and investment for many, many people to my place of work to make more money so that we can pay the Democrats to waste it away. Right. And
1: none of it, none of it has requirements to be spent on road maintenance. Like, that line doesn't exist anywhere in there. And most of it goes to creating bike lanes, which take away from the road lanes, and light rail.
2: And don't forget, light rail. I mean, you see where this is going. You know, like, I, I looked outside, and I went, that pothole was finally filled. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dominoes needs to get into filling potholes. God, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Right. Ever. I can't believe that a pizza chain wants to go out and do the job of the government and says, you guys suck at it. No, you want to hear the ultimate bureaucracy in this one? Mm.
1: So uh, if you see that commercial, there's, they've only filled one pothole as far as I can see. It's in Burbank, California. Nice. And they got in trouble because they pulled a film permit, but they didn't pull a public works permit to do all the work. So then they got, they got slapped for not pulling out the required permits they needed to fill a pothole. And you're like, well,
2: they did you a solid by yeah. filling the pothole. Did hole. they fill it? But now we're gonna. <laughs> what are you gonna do? And this is what government does. They literally now will we're beat you up for the. No, permits. no. They literally will dig it up, right? So that it was exactly the way it was. Not fill it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Leave it the way it was, and then put it on the back burner to come back and fill it. Exactly. Exactly. Awful. Yeah, the, the gas tax.
1: I don't know. Caught me off guard. By I think by 2021. Somewhere around there, gas could go up by two bucks if it just keeps going up unchecked. Yeah, there's no check for it anymore.
2: It's it's just however much they can they feel they can squeeze at the per, at that moment. Yeah,
1: well, and make no mistake. California's goal is to ban cars. Yeah, I mean they'll do it through through this kind of stuff. They're not going to outright say no cars, but I yeah, mean, I there, mean there we is legislation trying to get passed to get rid of cars by like twenty forty five or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we didn't
2: ban cigarettes; we just taxed the hell out of them. Right? Yeah, Exactly. Right.
1: Uh, Prop seven, this was a yes. Conforms California daylight savings time to federal law. Allows the legislature to change daylight savings time period. So I, I do vote on this. I, I don't care, yeah. honestly. But did you leave it blank? No, I voted on it. Okay. Um, I think what people miss though is this. This doesn't mean we're changing, right? This means that we've seeded. The legislature can now
2: do something with it. Uh-huh. We've ceded our right to make a choice. Right. <laughs>
1: Great. Let's give them more rights. Let's rice. do that. Go Trumpster. Uh, Prop 8 was a no. Regulated amounts. Outpatient kidney dialysis clinics charged for dialysis treatment. Thank
2: God. Yeah. This was just straight up price control. Yeah. That's all it was. It was stupid. Prop 10 was a no.
1: Expanded local government's authority to enact rent control on residential property.
2: They came out big time for this one. Yeah. Uh, they were really uh, pushing hard on making sure that we didn't have that red control thing because that would have killed everybody.
1: Right. That was. I'm kind of see. This is another one. I'm kind of surprised it got a no on. Um, in the state, I feel like they want the government to control more
2: and keep the man down. So, you know, the state legislature tends to back off whatever proposed items they have right. when. Someone with a with an organization that has a oodles of cash can put up opposition against them, and we're talking oodles of cash, right? So, I want to say, what did we just back off of? Um, what did Jerry Brown just back off of because they were going to attack? Oh, jeez, I don't know. Okay, something. We'll get back to that. Next, next.
1: This one this one I was kind of sad on. Prop 11. Uh, this was a yes vote. Required private sector emergency ambulance employees to remain on call during work breaks. This one I felt got a bad shake because it wasn't explained very well to the voters right. what exactly they were voting on. And what you had was the largest ambulance provider in the country, American Medical Response. They pumped the most into the yes side. They pumped like $22 million into it. But they had lost a hundred and ten million dollar lawsuit that would have forced them to pay all these unpaid breaks. So their goal was to get some legislation passed or a prop patent initiative passed so that they could get out and weasel out of all the unpaid breaks. And what it boiled down to was basically EMTs and paramedics on ambulances don't get a normal lunch break and uh, or any kind of breaks. And all they were saying was, hey, if you're requiring us to be on standby or listen to the, to the radio for calls, we should be paid for that break. We're going to eat our sandwich. If we have got a call, we're going to drop everything and go do it. But if, if that's the case, you need to pay us through the break. Otherwise, actually put us on a break for an hour or whatever it is and don't pay us. Yeah. But then have another unit run our calls. Right. And so AMR took the stance of this would take people off the street and then there would be delayed responses and it would be solved with you would need to cover those holes when you put people on a lunch, just as what it is. Or pay the break. Right? And so they just want How to How dare they pay the break. Right. <laughs> so what they really want is their cake and eat it too. They want to put you on this lunch break, not pay you for it, but expect you to still be at the ready and monitor the the dispatch radio. And yeah, that one didn't. I mean, the the no side, the EMTs and paramedics didn't even get their act together enough to get an opposition piece put in the ballot, which was sad. There just wasn't organization. There was
2: they, they just couldn't figure a it million out. Million yeah.
1: dollar company versus a bunch of disorganized people. Yeah, and they kind of got the shaft on it. Prop twelve was a yes. Established new standard for confinement of spe- uh, specified farm animals. Bans sale of non-compliant products. We you know, kind of went over that. That was a stupid one.
2: You know what? I didn't realize it at the time, and I'm kind of ashamed that I didn't realize it. It enacts a standard so that people, uh, organizations that import into California chicken, beef, pork, they have to abide by our rules now. Gotcha. Okay. So if they don't have the one cubic foot rule, they can't sell in our state. So it's not just people here, it's mainly for the importing. Right. So we're we're like our clean air rules, right. we're we're pushing that across the entire state or across across the entire nation and probably even beyond that. So whoops. Right. Oops. Right, right, right. I mean, we might feel the effects of that pretty soon. You never know what's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see if the legislature takes it up and says, "What's change something on that so that we can eat. Yeah, so we, so
1: we can make it something that's actually usable. We need
2: our McRibs. It's McRib season. All right, take us national, Bobs. Oh, okay. So where to begin? Do we want to start with the firing of Jeff Sessions? Yeah, we could even start earlier in the day with Trump's press conference. Let's start with Trump's press conference. He,
1: he bitch slapped Jim Acosta. And <laughs> it's... <laughs> I, it's the first time that I, I I've enjoyed watching presidential press conferences. Like I I want to get past the part where the president gives a spiel and into the Q and A because it's just circus. It's yeah. awesome, but here's here's the I think it's like a two minute click. I'm sorry, a two minute clip, maybe less we'll than that, of the exchange between Trump and Jim Acosta. From this is Q&A. gold.
3: Here, this, here we go. That, well, if let's you don't come, mind, Mr. Go. President, that this caravan was an invasion. As you know, Mr. President, I to be an As invasion. you know, Mr. President, caravan was not an invasion. It's a, it's a, a group of migrants moving up from Central America towards the border with the U.S. Thank you for telling and me that a, that I I, that, That's I not an invasion. Honestly, uh, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. All right. And if you did it well, your ratings would well, be ask much better. If I may ask one other question. Mr. President, if I may. Okay, that's enough. I, 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 well, that's I was going to ask one of the, the other folks. That's had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. Miss I'm, I'm, President.
1: So at that point there, there's a lady who's supposed to be taking the microphone around and He's actually fighting back and forth with her, not giving the microphone up. Oh, I want to the, the microphone. Point where she lets go and she's like, what the hell? You know, it, it, was, it was kind of disturbing how, how physically he got with the microphone. I'm not
2: done telling you how orange man bad.
1: Exactly. I, I'm going to start this. I made a mistake. I don't think it'll pick up where I left off. Yeah. So I'll, I'll let it play through now.
3: Here, this, here we go. That, well if That's you don't mind Mr. President here we go. that this caravan was an invasion. As you know Mr. President consider it to be an as invasion. As you know Mr. President caravan was not an invasion. It's a, it's a, a group of migrants moving up from Central America towards the border with the U.S. Thank you for telling. And that I so. I, I, that, that's I not an invasion. Should, honestly, uh, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. Right. And if you did it well, your ratings would well, be much better. Let me ask. If I, if I okay, may ask one, question, <laughs> if I, I, well, I ask one other question, Mr. President. That's enough. Ask one of the other folks. That's have had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. I'm, I'm, Mr. Excuse President. Me. That's enough. Mr. President, I had one other Peter, question. If go. I may ask on on the Russia investigation, are you concerned that? That you may have I'm not concerned about anything with you the may have Russian investigation because it's a hoax. Are you, that's enough. Put down the mic. Mr. President, are you worried about indictments coming down in this investigation? investigation? Yeah. Mr. President. I'll tell you what. CNN should be ashamed of itself having you They're working not. for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. Go ahead. But well, that's so what CNN heated.
1: has become. Pretty heated and... Uh, uh, I forget who talked after him, but he was from CNN, too, and Trump basically said, oh, you're just like him. But that got pretty heated. The way he wouldn't give the microphone up was kind of ridiculous.
2: Uh, if we remember, that's, that's the way the, um, the campaign trail was when they had to right. physically remove him last time. And I'm surprised he was there. Quite well, honestly, I was surprised. I don't know why they don't revoke his license. Obviously, they need someone just a little bit more cordial.
1: Yeah, He's looking for a fight every time.
2: Yeah. He wants to be escorted out because yeah. it
1: adds to the story. Exactly. And at a certain point there towards the end, it gets a little quiet and Trump just walks away from the podium. He just basically says, I'm not going to talk to you until you transfer the microphone to somebody else. And he did that with a, with a couple of people, but it's, it's just always this jousting. These, these anchors won't shut up. They are these journalists. They just come in, ask, ask their questions. And then Trump says, okay, next. And they just keep talking. Yeah. It's just, I get that Trump isn't uh, the most cordial of people, but these journalists aren't very respectful to him as the president of the United I re- States.
2: I remember when any president, everybody would raise their hand and shout and try to get their question answered, and the president would point to somebody and say, "Okay, ask your question, wherever you are from." And they would ask the question. Everybody would shut up. and They would ask the question, and that was it. They weren't as a it wasn't a continuous rant, right? and then the president would answer maybe that reporter would probably have a quick follow up to clarify whatever it was the answer was and then president would finish that up and then go on to the next person that's right. not how it runs
1: anymore no and it's cuz it's not a q and a it's a cross examination right and so as soon as he answers they want to follow up with a gotcha and it just becomes this endless spiral of it's a circus Absolutely, a circus.
2: How long ago did you beat your wife? Tell me. Yeah,
1: it's all, all this crap. It's just, oh my god. Can we move on? Next question. Unfortunately, we can't. <laughs> this is the reality of it. This is how it is. It's going to be. I think whoever uh, becomes president next, it's going to be really boring. <laughs> right. Like this has been such a circus for so long now that it's just.
2: No, they <laughs> they're the the media has already depicted that the next president. Is going to be uh, full of life and love, and people are going to throw rose petals on the floor when when the president walks by, and everything is going to be sunshine and rainbows. And because Trump's not there, right. they have depicted him as the bad guy forever and ever.
1: Oh yeah, and well, when we talk about all the time, if you feel like you've got the righteous high ground, then you can be disrespectful to whoever you want. Like you wouldn't do this to your boss, even if you didn't like your boss, you wouldn't just keep talking over the guy as he's trying to tell you something exactly right but th- there's no there's really no respect anymore when it comes to these press conferences, so I don't have any
2: pity for what happens to these journalists no, in fact, I think it's kind of funny. it is a little funny, and i the president well they were asked this a Russian collusion thing they right picked right up with that stuff. And later on in the day, Jeff Sessions gave his resignation as Attorney General. He was asked. To he give was a resignation. asked to give it, and he, in his statement, here's the resignation that you asked for. I believe it was the quote. That's how he started it, I think. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And he goes, "Fine, I'll take my ball and go home." Right. <laughs> right. But, but that, uh, and apparently, his chief of staff is being floated as the replacement. That's the interim right now. Yeah, the interim right now. Right. But I don't know exactly who's going to be taking on the mantle of Attorney General full term.
1: Well, for the most part, Sessions did what Trump wanted. It was his recusal from all the other stuff that I think that's where he got kind of pissed off. with. The,
2: the The piss off part was the fact that the Democrats used the fact that Jeff Sessions was a senator who talked to ambassadors— As his job. And one of those ambassadors just happened to be the Russian ambassador. Right. That's his job. And the fact of the matter is when they questioned him on whether or not Russians were talked to him, they they got him in a gotcha moment. And Jeff Sessions just went, I don't know how to respond to this. I'm just going to recuse myself. I don't know how the the new interim uh, attorney general is going to handle that portion of it. Because he's chief of staff, and at some point, I'm sure he dealt with Russians. Right. Who didn't deal with Russians? They're quite a popular country with lots of uh, or lots of our attention goes to. Right. A little bit more than I think it should, but I think John McCain was right when he said they're if they didn't have oil, no one would care. You know, they're just a gas station in the middle of the world of the world.
1: Well, and the market was off the hook today. Dow Jones climbed all day long. Uh, oil came down, and uh, Trump did get questioned on what he was going to do with with sanctions and things on the Middle Eastern countries. And he said, "I don't like OPEC, but I'm not going to make stupid decisions that drive the price of crude up." Yeah. And he goes, "I don't I don't want to be paying 100 120 for a barrel." And Sure as crap, the oil came down, down
2: today. Well, well the Democrats owe me the last twenty percent of my four hundred one K. Thank you very much.
1: Well well and his his tweet was gold today about Pelosi. I mean he wants Pelosi to end up being their speaker. I mean that that is what he wants. Let me let me
2: shove the Pelosi part yeah. just real quick because let me keep going with the Russian collusion bit because what have we learned from Mueller investigation? Nothing. Nothing really. For the most part, the people he's indicted and the people who have already gone to jail, they were guilty of, you know, funneling money. Things unrelated. Things unrelated. Like personal taxes. They just happened to find these things. And they're not really, you know, connected to the Kremlin. No one could connect that dot. So when it comes to Jeff Session recusing himself for the Russian investigation, there's no such thing. No such thing whatsoever. And we're here the second year already? Right. Nothing. Nothing. You can't have it both ways. You can't say big
1: orange man, stupidest person in the world. Yeah. Big dumb Cheeto head, right? But then he's the greatest collusion mastermind ever to where the collective force of the United States government cannot find one thing to connect him to the Russians. Like you can't, yeah. you can't have it both ways. Either he's a mastermind or he's an idiot, but he's not both, you know. But they're gonna paint him. They, this they way. talk out of both sides of their mouth. It's hilarious,
2: and they get away with that. I, oh yeah, it's terrible. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because it's always just about well, we just haven't found the piece yet. It's there. We
2: just haven't found it yet. Oh, now let's Two talk, years later. Now let's talk about the house. And Nancy Pelosi. Bring on the Casa. Uh huh. So Casa de Pelosi. So in case you're. Learning this from us, which I doubt, the Republicans lost the House last night. But gained in the Senate. Gained in the Senate. Yay. So what it really comes down to is then what the promises of the Democrats have been for the past year, if not two years, in which they've been using this whole Trump thing as a way to get elected. It works. Right. You know, fear mongering. Right. They didn't invent it. Well, maybe they did, but anywho, it works. And here we are. They have the majority. So what will actually happen, and who will be the speaker? Odds are Nancy Pelosi, our wonderful you know, House Representative from San Francisco, right. who won, I think it was uh, 82% to whatever. It was pretty big. It was pretty big. It, she has nothing to worry about. And usually individuals who come from a very strong, um, precinct. They, they're, they're the ones who end up on top of, uh, committees. Right. So, so that they know that they can continue running and it's not going to affect them in one bit. So let's, let's talk about Kamala Harris Mm. because, because Nancy Pelosi pulled off all these new seats She's de facto the leader of the Democrats in the House. She still wears that mantle and she's right. going to wear it till the day she dies. So Kamala Harris has lost her opportunity to wrangle in the West Coast cabal. Right. She lost that. Now, if she wants to have a presidential run in two years, she has to bend the knee, kiss the ring of Nancy Pelosi, and do everything that she says well but that
1: that's to say Pelosi's not going to run for president she can't she's uh, she she i won't. think that's what the i think that is what people are projecting and why Trump wants her to be the speaker so bad because he knows that gives her two years to just
2: waffle herself. The problem is is that she's not very good at being a politician she's just lucky that she's from San Francisco right she won eighty percent what What was it that she said? That was so no, awe inspiring. No
1: no, no, no. no, no, but it's not about what you think. It's about what she
2: thinks of herself. That's right. She thinks
1: she's awe inspiring. Mm. She thinks she's the greatest gift to the country and to the state. Yeah, she's an idiot. And that's what that's what Trump and the GOP are banking on, that she's gonna do enough things to make herself look so foolish that she'll
2: basically kill any chance of a presidential when election. you're leader of the House or the Senate in whatever party, majority, minority. Your job is to get more of your party members elected. John, John right. Ryan failed in that. Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. He failed in that. Okay, but We're he's right he's on his way out. So why didn't they switch speakers of the House and get somebody else to run this thing? Yeah, that's another side issue. But well, Nancy Pelosi retiring, they should have got rid of him. Yeah, they should have got rid of him. He, they should have forced him out, but they didn't. Right. Spineless. So. Nancy Pelosi's job is to get more Democrats elected. Her goal for the next election in two years is to win the Senate, to win more seats in the house and to eventually promote a victory for the Democrats as president and whatever, whoever it is money, 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 lots of dinero. That's right. She needs to continuously finance and she doesn't have to worry about reelection in her district. Just oh, yeah. keep funding yeah, yeah.
1: money. She'll always be there. Yeah. Well, that was a that was what Trump had said too during his his press conference. Is that we lost some GOP seats to retirements because we have a six year cap on committee chairman. And when a lot of these people come up on their six year cap, they just retire out because they don't want to be lesser than a chairman, so they leave. Versus the Democrats, just you can be a chairman of a committee indefinitely for the rest of your life. So. Mm-hmm. Two different ways that you know you could look at that either way, good or bad, that we kind of term out our chair people, um, and the democrats keep them in there for
2: life, yeah. But Robert Byrd, yeah, all right, exactly, exactly. Where who's gonna run for president for the democrats? I, I wish I knew for sure. There's been some exploratory committees, I think we we're all thinking some of the same names, which is like right. Bernie Sanders. But does he run as a Democrat again or as an independent? I don't know that. He ran as an independent and won last night. He's a Democrat when it suits him. Well, well, and I think he's probably, I
1: I don't know if I would say this a few years ago because I feel like the Democrat Party's gotten super left, but he's definitely on the super, super left side and maybe he's even too left for mainstream Democrats. But then you look at the way the party's gotten so left over the last couple of years, that maybe that is the new normal for them. Again, these are talking points
2: and they're ways to get elected. But when it comes down to it, it's a cabal. Right. They have a structure. They have a swamp. You gotta play ball in order to get into these positions. Oh, for sure. Okay. Absolutely. Bernie Sanders does not do that, or he does prefers not to do that. Well, look, which where it got him? Yeah. Which is fine. But at the same time, they didn't take him seriously when he when he ran. They. Everybody else was a straw man and they went Hillary Clinton. You're our gal. Go ahead. Right. Right. Does Hillary Clinton run again? (laughs) God, I think if she lost one more time
1: to Trump, she, she, I don't think she'd know how to live. I mean, you saw just the the psychological game this round played
2: on her. Yeah. I mean, she's still in a delusion. I mean, she, she is literally calling for people to be beaten up in the streets. I think what's interesting is pretty much everybody
1: Obama campaigned for lost.
2: that's his record yeah that that's that's how it, i that's I don't how it happens. think he's
1: got the legacy or the wit that he used to have or
2: thinks he has speaking about hillary clinton that's that's what happened when she lost to Barack Obama for presidency, her goal was to get everybody who supported Barack Obama, every Democrat, an elected office to oust them, to get them right. out because she needed the security of her vote, especially the the super uh, delegate vote. Right. She needed that, and she just wanted to walk right in. She didn't want a real election. She just wanted to walk right in. Didn't work. Didn't work. She's still doing it. So she may be back. She may be back. Uh, Cory Booker <laughs> might make a run. He is a clown. I, I didn't know. A whole I thought lot he was about, Spartacus.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. I didn't know a whole lot about him until the Kavanaugh hearings, and then I just looked at him like you are a joke, an absolute joke. Which is fine. Let these people run. He's got crazy eyes. I like, don't. I don't think they stand a chance against uh, Trump. I mean, he's he's done so much in the last two years. I'm so curious to see what he gets done in the next two years. Even what. Especially if he can do it with a locked up house. If he does have some deals formed and some manipulation tactics with a house speaker like Pelosi, I think he can get a lot of stuff done because she's so power hungry that I think she would kind
2: of work with him to do things. She may reach across the aisle, but then again, she may not. Let's talk about. But then it shows the obstructionism. I mean, well, they're okay with that. Their supporters are okay with that, so why not do it? Why not hold up more appointments? Why not right. hold up this and that? The budget's coming up. Eh, forget it. We want a, a gajillion dollars for X project, and you're going to give it to us, right, or else right. we're going to we're going to shut down the government, and that's it. And you're going to be the one to blame. Does Trump have the ability to s- spin that around? Yeah, I think so. I don't see that you know Donald Trump's been the fiscal hawk no. that, that he claimed to be. No, he
1: is not, but he's
2: also trying to get some big things done. And I don't know. The interesting part is going to be what's going to happen in the next two months. Two months from now, everybody's going to be uh, signed in. So what's going to happen there? Right. Are they going to pass a new budget? Are they going to make the tax uh, cuts permanent? Uh, are they going to finally fund that wall? But if they fund the wall, uh, the Democrats are going to come in and unfund it as quickly as possible. Right. Um, what about uh, his immigration reform?
1: I think those are all. You know, he was saying during his presser today that they had they were close to getting a deal done until the judge ruled on some funky logic about all the DACA stuff, and then it was it kind of killed the negotiations he had.
2: Yeah, I mean if. President Barack Obama could make a change to the immigration and the courts agreed that he can do that. Then Trump can do the same thing too. Right, right. That's the dangerous part that the Democrats have been playing with this whole time. They just liked the fact that their guy could do it. Oh well, well here comes the guy that you don't want. Right. And he makes a change. And now you're all about the Constitution. Please protect me. Yeah, now I love that document. Oh, where, where can I get more of this? With the House. We were told by Democrats that they would go after his tax documents, the Trumpster. Yeah, they asked about that today. Maybe. If only just to embarrass him. That's an easy one. Just embarrass him. What what does it have to do with anything? Nothing. Right. You would have to prove that he actually committed a crime and that he willingly known to committed a crime. Unfortunately, he has tax attorneys who do all these things. And they're probably all legal, if not unethical, but probably legal, whatever it might be.
1: Well, and I think a lot of this stuff, too, even if they do pursue it, it's going to end up be being more of a time waster for them than of him. Yeah. So then what wouldn't it be? What about impeachment? Well, I think there's already been a deal struck on that being off the table between him and Pelosi. It seemed like they were, they were hinting at things during that press conference that that might be what... He he called her on the phone and talked to her and congratulated her and said that they're, they have a good speaking relationship. And so I wonder...
2: He's raised a lot of money for her. Yeah,
1: so I wonder if there is some kind of, look, I'm going to push for you. You're not going to bring up the impeachment crap and we'll call it a day
2: but well if let's pretend that every single democrat in the country demanded that their representative went through the impeachment process it wouldn't go anywhere it wouldn't go anywhere because in reality the senate would have to confirm now they can go as far as what they did with bill clinton impeach him in the house and he would lose his veto his veto problem, but the problem is that the Republicans still own the, the Senate. Right, right. So it doesn't really matter. Too bad. Yeah. All right. Uh what else do we want to talk about? Hammer home? I don't know. Hopefully uh, I, I'm
1: curious to see what the next two years bring us.
2: As far as I see, we only had one house seat that flipped in California. And it looks like Katie Hill's beaten uh uh Mr Mr. Knight in house seat twenty five over in Palmdale. Yeah. So it's getting stronger the Democrat poll. <laughs> we we just <laughs> see, but surely. We just can't seem to uh Even more get away strong. from that. You ready for it? I'm ready for it. Since John's not here, I guess it falls yeah. to me to do the, the James honorary? Wood's treat of the week. Treat of the week? Tweet of the week. <laughs> so tongue twister. This comes from of
3: course, Twitter,
2: were...
1: should, we, should we play the clip first? Oh, yeah, play should, the twit. Let's revi- yeah. revisit play the clip. It. It's a twit.
3: That here, this, here we go. That, well, if let's you don't come, mind, Mr. Go. President, that this caravan was an invasion. As you yeah, know, Mr. President, I consider it to be an invasion. As you know, Mr. President, caravan was not an invasion. It's a, it's a, a group of migrants moving up from Central America towards the border with the U.S. Thank you for telling and me that, I appreciate I, I, that That's I not an invasion. Should, honestly, uh, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. Right. And if you did it well, your ratings would well, be ask much better. If I, if I may okay, ask one enough. other question, <laughs> Mr. President, my,
2: So that clip, yeah. Uh, James Woods is replying to a meme where Donald Trump is spanking Jim Acosta, and it says, I'm surprised hashtag Jim Acosta doesn't just show up wearing chaps with no pants. He enjoys being bitch slapped by the president so much. <laughs> that may be
1: one of the best James Woods tweets we've, great. we've read in a long time. Yeah. Oh, another episode down. We got it done even without John.
2: John, I miss you. Come he'll be back ba- soon. He'll be
1: back next week. Uh, new episodes. This one came out late today because we did want to get in. Some election coverage, and, uh, and we have jobs. So we got to wait till the end of the day to make this happen. Go ahead and download us every week on Wednesdays, Apple, iTunes, and the Google Podcast.
3: Tell a friend and tell them to burn it all down. Time to burn it down and start over.